5: Greetings. Welcome in. Second half begins here. A beautiful Friday night, early Saturday morning, East Coast, wherever you are, however you're listening, we appreciate you being part of the extended family here. Fox Sports Radio, Mike Harmon alongside Arnie Spanier. He's in for Jason Smith tonight, and we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there on unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. And over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be already fast first two hours of the show thanks to our buddy dan woike for giving us a few minutes of his time before he needed to get back to his place to watch the second half of the upstart jazz against the lakers 85 74 as we come up midway uh in the third quarter now do you make it to a
6: lot of laker games mike do you get to go or what
5: I, i work 7 to 11 pacific time uh monday through friday
6: Okay. They don't play on weekends, I didn't know. i my bad. I I'm
5: have sorry. kids Arnie I didn't that, know. Are, that my bad. would still like my time every now and again. <laughs> and then if it's a or it, during the football season, if you got a nice little Sunday afternoon tilt, sometimes you'll have that over at, at what it what is it, the crypt, uh that we call it now yeah. instead of Staples. Uh no, I'm I'm out and about, um uh, watching the NFL, analyzing the NFL, getting ready to listen to Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier wax poetically on Fox <laughs> Sports Radio as I go to and from my daughter's soccer events and the other daughter's theater events. It's a busy, busy life, on, man. Yeah, yeah. You're busy. No, that's part of the um, the next phase. Right as you, as you get to and, and whether I win the 1.6 billion dollars or not uh, there is there is an end game for me in, in the horizon it it's a plot of land on a body of water with a porch swing and there the ability go. to go to a game whenever the hell I want. That's not for another couple of years sticking around Fox Sports Radio a while longer. But when we look at it and on the whole, that, I mean, that, that's the, the goal for me. I still have a lot of college stadiums that I need to check off my list. I did a lot when I was a student in the years after. Uh, as a Northwestern student, we went to all the – stadiums in the Big 10 and and were treated really well in some hey, you really had that golden year for Nor-
6: you had that golden year for Northwestern were they like 10 and 1 or something No
5: but here's the thing when they went to the Rose Bowl that was yeah. the year after I graduated oh, So I graduated no. in June of 95 and then they have the Rose Bowl year so I knew all the guys on the point shaving scandal oh, too And those guys were the guys I got tickets from Arnie Oh, great. You You want to talk about breaking your heart and also sweating that suddenly you become the fall guy because you've signed off for tickets on a bunch of forums and cities all over this, (laughs) all over the United States, both for football and basketball. By the way, this just
6: didn't Tennessee beat Georgia for tomorrow. I want you to know that. I just
5: you've decided you're already in there. You're, you're taking I I'm eight. all
6: in on Tennessee. First of all, I thought the line was 11 and a half. I guess it was eight and a half. Eight and, and a half. Uh, eight um, and a half or eight, yeah.
5: depending where Don't you're looking. Yeah. Don't want the
6: points, though. Need the points. I'll take the points, of course.
5: But well, let's I, start. Let's start there. We'll get into the NFL as the hour goes on. We'll make some picks later on this hour. Todd Furman's going to join us uh, for an extended segment next hour. Uh, so get the pad and pencil uh, together so you can get some picks and, and some goodness. The Bet the Board uh, podcast that Todd's part of. He's been kind and generous to both you and I for many a year here on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie, one of my favorite guys, uh, and uh, I always appreciate a few minutes of insight. Because I can pretty much ask him anything, and it's like a a Rain Man effect. (laughs) And I say that with all the love. Because we throw random stuff. Like, we don't send scripts to him. I don't know if you guys send him questions. We don't. We just kind of ask him things. No, no, no. And he's always right on the money, which is, um, i I got to figure out how to make that work for me. If he'd write a book as to how I could do that, uh, I'm on board, and I I would buy that. I have a TB12 uh, copy uh, of Brady's book. Uh, It still has the wrapping on it. So we'll leave that there for now. It is a signed copy, but that's a whole other conversation for another time. Good old Simon and Schuster giving me a little bit there you a little go. bit of love. But there you go. First, first playoff rankings come out this week. And because we like chaos and we like the the pageantry and I mean let's face it, it's a television show, not only when those are revealed, but Sports or television shows. Sorry if you haven't if you've heard this before. Yeah, I've been saying it forever. I know Arnie, you've been on board with this because in the end, you gotta have a nice product. Steve Desager was giving us some of the ratings updates because it's the last bastion of I must see. Right? It used to have must see TV on Thursday nights on on NBC all those years ago with friends and cheers and all that other stuff. No, no, no. Now it's it's just live sporting events. So you can bet them, you can watch them, you can mock your friends. All of those things come into play. But when we we get these rankings out, you know there's always going to be one or two spots that maybe people get a a little bit up in arms. You know, I bring in my my late 80s, all right, early 80s too, uh, and 90s wrestling love with with Ric Flair, the old uh, mantra of to be the man, you got to beat the man. And Georgia, yes, the the players have changed, and you can go down the schedule and go, eh. Uh, but to this point, they're still undefeated. So you wonder if there's, you know, the saltiness of, hey, you know, we're still doing our thing. Let's show us some respect. Meanwhile, Tennessee, the last time anybody was paying attention, really was Peyton Manning was finishing his tenure. I watched him and Peerless Price dominate Northwestern team the year after that Rose Bowl down in the Citrus Bowl. I was, again, a fun experience, my first trip to Disney World, uh, but for a game day experience, one of the most miserable things ever, watching them beat the hell out of us and throw the ball all over the yard. But Peyton Manning's back on the sidelines now. Obviously, they had the T. Martin championship year, but now he's back on the sideline, and they're 8-0 after many years of hand-wringing and confusion, coaching changes, and wondering if the Vols would ever resurrect again, and here we are.
6: You know, it's amazing what Tennessee has done. Um, I never would have expected them to go undefeated. It wasn't like they had a murderous schedule. But, you know, when you're looking at the Alabama game and even LSU and Kentucky, not a bad team out there. You well, think but at don't least take... a
5: bunch of ranked teams, something yeah, it... Georgia has not played.
6: You know, the fact that what they did to Alabama and the points they put on the board, my question is this, though, to you. When you take a look at your top four, um, and certainly Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, I think it's everybody's one through three, no matter how you want to put it, I don't want to put Clemson in number four, even though they're undefeated. I'd rather put Michigan and Alabama because is it fair to penalize Alabama for one loss to the perhaps number one team in a three point game in a shootout and and say no, no playoff for you, because you lost to Tennessee. I, I'd rather see Alabama and then Clemson. Clemson, I believe, is a fraud. I really do. I I look. I know they're undefeated, but um, you know, the Syracuse game was close a little bit. They struggled against what was it the the Florida. State game, they've had trouble in a couple of the games. I think the NC State game was semi-close, Wake Forest. So I'm waiting for the trip up. It just hasn't happened yet.
5: Well, and that's the question. They've got a big game here, and I think that's one of the be- beautiful things uh, that came out of these first playoff rankings is that you do get Tennessee and Georgia on the field the following Saturday. And you do get Clemson at Notre Dame. I don't know what Notre Dame is. Right, right. Right, because they've played some big games. And they've had a few where you're just scratching your head, going, "All right, that was no effort whatsoever." Right where where they've gone and they've gotten blown out, or they've get they they lose outright to Stanford. You're able to put up points all over the place, but and at home against a bad Stanford team, you can only put up 14. Mm. That was on my birthday too, so they really ruined. <laughs> No, well, they they Stanford kind of helped because you know growing up in Chicago, you got a lot of folks that just to fix themselves to Notre Dame, even if they have no connection to the school, and that's fine. I, I guess as I get older, adopt and, and find joy wherever you can. Uh, but sixteen fourteen, not exactly a thriller, but a game that you're expecting Notre Dame to win. Right, they drop right. there. Uh, they, they beat up on Syracuse, Syracuse with a lot of issues in that game. But now Clemson gets to defend that ranking and defend that position against Notre Dame. They're five and three on the year. Remember, go all the way back to that opener against Ohio State, 21-10. Now you you look at it and go, well, (laughs) it was against a number 2 team. Right, right, exactly. And and North Carolina is a top-20 team, and they beat them. And, like, you just start doing this, and and you're trying to make your reasoning. And I guess that's why I go back to what I started with of it's a TV show, and we need to have more episodes than just uh, one big one to just say, all right, here it is, eat it.
6: Right, and I want to see if there's any teams – um, you know, I mentioned Michigan and Alabama, which is the top six, and I still think I'd have Alabama uh, inside my top four, or maybe even Michigan instead of Clemson. But I'm wondering if for a team like a TCU or an Oregon or even a USC, I know people love USC. If it was if it was up to Colin, USC would be number one right now. But I wonder if, if any of those teams are you know right outside uh, inside the top ten and be able to sneak out into the into the playoff. I'm See, that's to- why I'm
5: learning to adopt teams. Yeah, I'm yeah. learning to accept that because, yeah. you know, it happens to the best of us.
6: I think USC might be able to do it uh, or, you know, one of well, those. But, uh, but look Pat at UCLA. Trumpies. Yeah.
5: Right. They're lost to Oregon, but otherwise they've been dominant. You got a good story in in Dorian Thompson, Robinson uh, under center. They put up a lot of points that are exciting. You get the L.A. market, all of those things. But they've got some tests ahead of them. Uh, before they're done here, including that head-to-head, make no mistake about U- it. If USC, USC was in
6: that four-team playoff, um, ratings would be through the roof. You want that LA market? It, it'd be it, that's like a national market when you have USC.
5: Well, and and that's one of the things as you watch this play out, right? Of uh, you're trying to figure out, and we'll do this in the NFL uh, at the beginning of next hour before we talk to Todd. We're trying to figure out where that line of demarcation is. Right, where where's the back end of teams that if the schedule falls the right way, you get an upset or two. How far is it for you know you have that cutoff line uh, of squads that that could make it into? I think it a stops at USC.
6: Scenario. That's what because LSU has two losses and I think they're in, in like right there at number ten. You mentioned UCLA, but I think they got too much to climb. I, I think it's TCU, Oregon, and USC are the other three teams that are possibly can get up there into the top four. Are Otherwise, uh, I don't think anybody else could
5: really do it. But if you, uh, if UCLA runs the table, we still got to watch what Oregon does.
6: Right, right.
5: Uh, and then... Old Miss is there in between. They're sandwiched in between, right and, right, and a lot of it goes into numbers and and then impressing the pollsters as much as we tell people that doesn't matter the same way that it once did. Remember when guys were running up the score on teams and scoring seventy and be like, "Why you got to do that?" Well, because you people that to. don't watch this that vote are going to see that we put seventy on somebody.
6: How do we still have that that you could vote and not watch the games? I still don't know how that's possible, but
5: well, I mean, you can do radio and TV and never watch a game.
6: Well, you watch most of it. I mean, it'd be kind of hard to come on. It'd be kind no, of hard to come on and talk about the Tennessee Georgia game without watching it.
5: You know? Nah, you could watch a, a highlight reel. Highlight, and, thats all and, you have and, to and,
6: do. I mean I've been wasting my time all these years. What's wrong? Well, no, you and me both, my friend. I mean, yeah, yeah, think exactly. about—you know—for
5: me, for fantasy football purposes, I go back and watch all the NFL games. That's a lot of bad Bears football. That's a lot of Lions games that I consume that I probably could have been doing something else.
6: You know, I was just looking at the schedule tomorrow. There's only like I think Ohio State's the only early game, and then all the good games are starting at like three thirty Eastern. So I,
5: I like yeah. the fact that you you did not make the Ohio State game a good game. Well, good job I, by you. I,
6: yeah, it well, it's the only it one. Well, they're playing Northwestern, that's why. Unfortunately, um, my week.
5: squad, What? what is it, 38 and a half right now?
6: Yeah, I, I was thinking about taking the points in that one. T, uh, TCU and Texas Tech, uh, an important game, so I shouldn't say that either, though. That's It's, it's
5: a home game. And the spread is 38 and a half. Aren't That's it?
6: amazing, isn't That's it?
5: That's where we're at in this world. Uh, and I could do a, uh, a long Pat Fitzgerald rant, but I'll do it another time. Maybe in a podcast. Maybe the TikTok while I dance. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll figure that out. But plenty of uh, top 25 action on the table tomorrow. We'll get some... Uh, Thoughts from Todd Furman on, on the college slate as well. Uh, we'll do some NFL picks, uh, upset picks, and picks against the spread. I know, Arnie, you've got 45 things written out on your notebook so, pad. So you'll yeah, I pick to too do. many. Everybody always, you big oh, too I many do. Games. I do the full NFL slate for my oh, own do purposes you? every wow. week. Yeah. I'm like two games above 500, so it's nothing to write home about.
6: I, I, I was listening to Cavino and Rich before us um, doing their picks, but they're doing teasers. They're like changing the line by seven-point teasers. I go, what? you can't do that.
5: No, because every, everybody yeah. wants to fashion themselves a gambler now.
6: Exactly. I, is that is that not true or what? Everybody's a professional gambler now. You know, I'm a, I'm a professional No, 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 no look,
5: they found a different angle to it, so good for them. I, I wasn't aware they were doing teaser things, but once upon a time, I used to try to do betting lines and stuff on the network. I was told not to
2: oh
6: really? So,
5: <laughs> oh yeah it's, Remember it's been it's, it's been a that's how long a well that's either I've been here a really long time or the world shifted pretty fast yeah
6: I think it's uh, changed really fast because yeah there was a time that you weren't allowed to talk gambling at all or you know the only time you got lines was in the back of the USA today where the the Danny Sheridan lines I think is what they were Danny
5: Sheridan that was the first radio or uh, first TV show I ever did he was part of <laughs> oh really he was the odds guy yeah it was me and jerry glanville and i forget who the host was
6: that's going way back
5: yeah glanville always used to ask me about my heritage because he would get all excited about my cheekbones It was really weird (laughs) We were on a plane once, and he kept bringing it up. It was really strange. Uh, Good geez. man, though. We had a great time uh, doing that show. Yeah. Uh, younger, leaner, meaner. And I had more hair on my head back then, Arnie, Uh long, long time ago. did we all have more hair back on our head back then? Well, huh? that's it. well you and I both yeah, wear a lot of exactly. ball caps. What are you going to do? <laughs> He's already Spanier. He's in for Jason Smith, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. And coming up next is we are from the thetirerack.com. Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're going to get into one of the big games this Sunday. It almost feels like a loser leaves town match, uh, WWE style. But first, TireRack.com, they love tires. We met these guys. We met the executives. They love tires. Talking about tires, the different sounds, smells, everything. Since 1979, they've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver, and they're just a phone call. Or click away. The website's packed with information, advice, and tools that make buying the right tires a snap. Get the Tire Decision Guide. Answer a few questions, and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry, like the high-performance Vredestein HyperTrack tire, the all-season Quattrac, and the off-road-capable Vredestein Pinza Light truck tire. Want to make sure we get those right, proper respect for the job that they do. Very important on your safety, your health, and getting a nice smooth ride. R- ratings, reviews, test results, and a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers, free road hazard protection, and fast free shipping with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office. That's right. They'll come straight to you. Mm. Tire installation on your terms. What a game changer. Think about that. No sitting there and waiting. No, they'll come to you. I'm telling you. Go to TireRack.com sports. See for yourself. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying
1: should be. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker,
9: Old-school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone
8: can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of
5: Challenge Champion.
9: Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hey, we're locked and loaded here for the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. No Jason Smith tonight. My guy, Arnie Spanier in his stead. So excited to have Arnie on board. Well, uh, you you double dipped to today.
6: Him. You were filling in. Can, can we say, uh, since I'm filling in for Jason and Jason filled in for Dan Patrick, technically I'm filling in for Dan Patrick then, really, is what you're saying. There
5: you go. The, the okay. transference. It makes I me feel that. better. Thank you. Jason Smith's not a big enough name for you. <laughs> you just wanted to skip right over his head and and jump to the Dan Patrick show. No, I come mean, look, on, it's yeah, come on. It,
6: nah, you know I love Jason, but I I got to give myself some credit here. I,
5: no, hey, you're a big deal. I, yeah, and yeah, I was I, I was actually. You. No, I was no, I was explaining this before uh, to to folks that my connection to you comes for a long time, and I'm honored to be able to chop it up with you and and get some of the derision that you've been doling out for low these many years on Fox Sports <laughs> radios and uh, and other places that that you've been in your illustrious career. But like I remember doing trading card shows and being up pricing cards, uh, looking things up and listening to you on the radio.
6: Beckett's guide is that what you yeah well no
5: back when Beckett <laughs> was a thing right again showing my age and, and Arnie's exactly. but you know back when the Beckett guide mattered now you have the oh, instant like if deal. eBay existed good god nice. man how much easier is it now to get comps on, on what you've got like I got stacks of cards all over I still dabble uh, a bit Arnie so that's kind of fun so we got to do a Panini read on the Dan Patrick's show this morning nice and i've been doing you know i have got a long relationship with some guys that work over there it's pretty cool uh to to, like i get to grab all these things that have been part of my life for these years uh, and, and wrap them up into this job. So while sometimes you grouse about the hours, the fact that you know you asked how many Laker games I get to, and I laughed and like, look at the hours I work. I get to watch them all and comment. Oh, I used to go to get a to lot come. of
6: Laker games when I was in L. A. We well, used to yeah, I mean, and used there,
5: to though. wear yeah, and used yeah. to wear the the gear of the other team, so people would throw <laughs> stuff at you. We covered that in hour one. Oh, jeez. I mean, I was waiting for a Hey Laker fan uh, call to get things started. I'll never
6: forget the Lakers won the championship one year. We were doing a post game show um, from the corner. Uh, I think there's a Starbucks there now, but it was just an empty uh, room there, and people could look through the glass. And I remember going outside, and they were overturning some cars and a cop car. And, I, and a couple guys goes, "There's Arnie Spanier." And I looked at the police officers, and they go, "You go out there. There's nothing we can do for you." <laughs> so I, I, what, do you what do you mean? There's nothing you can do for me, man? I, I gotta get. I gotta get to the to the studio. But um, yeah, that no, was. Did you have your high place. tops on and your headband yeah. that day? <laughs>
5: What's he doing? He's dribbling around. He's doing some spins. He's spinning the ball on his finger. I, I told you the best
6: prank I ever did on Laker fans. It was in that same place where the Starbucks were. Um, we are doing a pregame show and people were coming to the playoff game against Portland and I noticed when we went to a commercial break, my microphone was still on, uh, but what you could hear outside like a speaker. So when we went to a break, I go welcome to game five between the Lakers and Portland out today. Kobe Bryant broken leg. All right, something, and I was just kidding around and I'm telling you my boss came running in, and if he had a gun, I wouldn't be here today. I want you to know that he—he he was so mad. His face was beat red. I can't tell you what he said to me because um, it wouldn't fit. Uh, you know, it wouldn't fit the FCC. But he was pretty upset with me, Mike. I got to tell you that.
5: Yeah, I have no doubt. Uh, Non-FCC compliancy there, Uh, not to mention all the other HR rules that are possibly going to be broken in a situation like that. But I would expect you have many of those uh, and suspect you have many of those through your career, no question about it. But celebrating it all, 823 remaining. At the crypt, 108 103, the Utah Jazz uh, with the lead, marking in with uh, 25 and 8. Now it's 111 uh, 103. Uh, you've got Russell Westbrook has 23 points off the bench. He
6: looks pretty for, good. I guess they were chanting like- MVP at the. Uh- at uh, the uh, crip uh, for
5: him, uh, you know. Do they give to everybody going. a commemorative bucket for sarcasm or what? <laughs> no, he did look pretty good. I, I well, think no, I'm not saying too, he does yeah. say it. I'm just saying you start chanting MVP, now you're well, mocking that's the situation. Sarcasm. Yeah,
6: there's no doubt about that. But I'm glad I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. I'm not like everybody else, and I think all the blame that was put on him for what's happened the last couple of years is ridiculous. Considering, as you mentioned, that LeBron and Anthony Davis were out for. A good chunk of last year, so I I think it's terrible for what they've done to, him, to Be honest.
5: Well, let let's stay with this a minute because it's it's something that we we've talked about a bit. Look, you, you know the old, uh, oh who was it that that used it was Chris Carter, right? You got to have a fall guy, right? i when he said that on morning television years ago, uh, and and look, it's it's an old adage, but got got a little bit of love in the sports talk radio and TV world with that, but it, it is true. Right. Was it ideal that he came with this group? No. Right. When it happened, it's the I'll I'll always hold and reserve judgment until they're on the court together. It's kind of like we're talking about with the the Warriors or whatever else at 10 games. Am I panicking? No. I'm at the halfway point in the NFL. We're going to talk about some teams that that maybe, yeah, you are shooting flares up into the night sky and hoping uh, for some help along the way. Sorry, the trade deadline's over. Now you have to hope that disgruntled guys or guys that aren't playing much can get themselves released and you can find the diamond in the rough. There you go. There's your obligatory Disney kids yeah, there you go. reference while I'm at it, too. But it's it's just that idea of Westbrook comes in, a guy that's going to be there every night. Look, now he's bought in defensively in a whole different way. So that so it's like you could have been doing this the whole time uh, as opposed to he's trying hard, but it's more show than substance. You know, what was the evaluation? What does that mean?
6: What <laughs> That you 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 could have done this all time. Remember, he was an MVP. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, but Triple, it was But it wasn't you know? because he
5: was an off. It was because he was an offensive juggernaut. It wasn't that? Hey, this and guy's rebounding a and assist. And yeah, everything yeah, yeah. Else but again, there. those are all offensive categories. And then if you adjust for his own uh, rebounds off his own misses. <laughs> I think well, there was, a, yeah, so, but, but, not you the but, but, I, I, but I give you the credit, but I completely give him credit for yeah. that. Right. The triple, right. triple doubles and people, but it's like anything, people get mad about stuff and, and jump off it really fast. And in his case, if you don't win a title because of it, it's like, well, well how did that really help? Right. saying we do this all the time. You categorically dismiss it. We were talking about the warriors a bit earlier with their titles. How quickly did they become a, all right, I'm tired of them. Yeah. They changed the game. Right now, good for them. Right now, yeah, right yeah they no, but I, but even when now. they were winning that first yeah. group of titles, people were me like, all right, yeah, that was kind of cool. Now it's done. Because they get, they decided they didn't like Steph Curry anymore. Draymond's always had his detractors. Whatever the, they didn't like Steve Kerr because he came off as smug and he knew you like all those things that came (laughs) (laughs) that come together. and, And but like people jumped off the Warriors' ship pretty fast. And for Russell Westbrook, even though he was dominating on the offensive end, yeah. It still became out, well, look at the shooting percentage. Look at this. They're not winning. Is he a team guy? Is he a me guy? A stat guy? All of those discussions were going on. Comes to the Lakers, and you've got a decade of dysfunction. right? You have the horrible tragedy with Kobe Bryant, but you've got a lot of losing seasons that have been in there. The championship too,
6: if I remember right. Correctly. No, no, no,
5: but even when Oh, Kobe it's, the was bubble, there, it's the bubble! It's the bubble! No, look, I'll, I'll count it, yeah. but but wrapped well, around that. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, and I do like uh, look. A lot of our colleagues don't, and you I, know which this, is ridiculous, I which don't is know stupid. Why. They won, right? And and you could make some real arguments about how difficult that was, and the they fact that like they had no the veterans the that bubble. they did, yeah. right? Yeah. The fact that they had the veterans that they did allowed them to navigate things perhaps a little more cleanly than they would have otherwise. I think we can stipulate to that. That's in the fine, end, but they a lot of the other games. Had
6: veterans too. No,
5: but that's it. But yeah. they, they won the title. Everybody else was in the same circumstance. They handled it best. They won. Yes. yes, did it help them that they didn't have to play of all games of with LeBron, James, Anthony? Yeah, but everybody else, in theory, had the same, quote-unquote, exactly. advantage. Anyway, yeah. the point is, there's been a lot of bad basketball, a lot of decisions uh, of confusion in terms of roster manipulation, draft picks, guys that left the Lakers. Clearly, they evaluated and scouted them well, but they didn't turn out to become a cohesive Uh, rising squad with those players here and had to leave to go find stardom. And there's plenty of examples of that. And now you have Russell Westbrook that comes in. LeBron's hurt. People wonder about how engaged he is and things. Anthony Davis seems to fall and get hurt with great regularity. And it's not to disparage the man. It's just fact. Okay, yeah, I'm not going you know, I'm not going the Barkley route and, and, and mocking him and whatever. I'm just saying your availability means so much in all these But sports. he
6: was sitting out already early in the season. Sure. I mean, what did you do in the off season for crying out loud? I mean, you didn't do nothing. You said you didn't touch a basketball for God knows how long, and then next thing you know, two, three, four games in, you gotta sit out because you got a bad back.
5: Right. So that that's the, the larger point, right? So then Russell Westbrook comes in and it's like, Well, we told you it wasn't gonna fit. And it's all his fault. Never mind you had a coach nobody was listening to. Right, right, You didn't have anybody that could shoot a three-point shot. The defensive buy-in was little and irregular at that.
6: Well, he's saving them today, Westbrook, no doubt about that. And
5: right now you've got a a guy that has – and a team – that at least defensively right now for Darvin on a nightly basis, they bring it on that end of the court. Now, they don't have any shooters. That's not going to fix itself. But, <laughs> you know, they were shooting historic lows to start. And, you know, it's the old Beatles line. Uh, I have to admit it's getting better uh, all the time because you. it can't get much worse.
6: Look at you, Mr. Beatles. Look at that. Uh,
5: hey, man. You know, I, I spent my good money. I went and saw McCartney <laughs> back in May. Sing along with my kids. That's what we do. But, I mean, that's always one of my favorite lines of music. It's getting better all the time. And in, in the background, the guy goes, it can't get much worse. And that's where we're at with the Lakers. So even when they shoot a little bit better, uh, it's because you hit such a historic low. But the curiosity uh, continues. And Russell Westbrook giving him some good minutes, buying into his role, maybe enjoying it, because now he gets to prove people wrong. Which, as we know in life, no matter what job you do, no matter what your home life is, uh, when you can exceed people's expectations, especially when they're writing 1,000, 5,000 word thought pieces or wagging their fingers on national television, yeah, that's some delicious theater yeah. and revenge for a player. So, I. I, I I don't know how long it extends, but I like watching Russell Westbrook do a, a little bit of waving back at people right and now. And
6: thank goodness he went ahead and embraced it too. I wonder how long they're going to continue. i um, bringing him off the bench. It's worked so far through what the is it three games now it's that three, he's been there? Three,
5: four games. At and this he's, point, yeah. he's
6: even three of five from three point range. LeBron was zero for four, so uh, you can see they're having try He's having trouble again from from the three point line. Um, they really got to work on the, I don't know what is wrong with their three point shooting, but, uh, they should be a lot better than that. They are just, just bring back
5: Carmelo Anthony.
6: Yeah, okay, that that
5: I just want to see Carmelo Anthony. You know why? Because he wears high tops and a headband. And I could say that's already out there living vicariously through Carmelo. span your stinking genius one on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here from the Tire TireRack.com studios. Hey, any first responder will tell you, never try to beat a train. After braking, you could take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. Hey, let's get an update on that game and the other goings-on of a busy Friday night with our guy Steve Desager. Hi, right, Steve.
10: Hello again. There's only one NBA game still going. That's the Lakers contest that Utah is leading with about six and a half minutes to go in L.A., 113 to 103. And yes, Russell Westbrook in 24 minutes off the bench has 23 points, 22 points for Anthony Davis. A Utah win will put them at 7-3 and three on the season. Milwaukee is it's just won again 8 and 0 record for mm. the bucks they won at minnesota 115 to 102 drew holiday 29 points and at the buzzer, Portland wins at Phoenix 108-106, each team 6-2. and two. Dallas and New Orleans each one at home, Memphis as well. Clippers got a win at San Antonio 113-106, Paul George 32 points officially. Boston and Brooklyn each one, New York got a win at Philadelphia 106-104. James Harden of the Sixers could be out a month with a foot injury, a strained tendon. Joel Embiid still out due to illness in the loss for Philly, Tyrese Maxey with 31 points. Indiana edged Miami 101-99. Miami Heat 4-6. Tyler Hero had 29 points but missed a last-second three-point try. Duncan Robinson went 0-7 from the floor. And Cleveland is 7-1 after an easy victory at Detroit, 112-88. Evan Mobley of Cleveland, eight block shots. Kevin Love off the bench, 21 points, 10 assists, mm. one turnover. As for the NFL... Cardinals running back James Conner with his rib injury is a game-time decision for Sunday. And Colts running back Jonathan Taylor with the bad ankle is out for Sunday. College football going on right now. Number 23 Oregon State leads 14-7 at Washington early third quarter. The Beavers got a pick six late in the first half. This is a battle of six and two teams. Connecticut defeated 1-8 and UMass, 27-10. It was 10-10 late first half. Duke got another win. At Boston College, 38-31 was the final. BC 1-5 in the ACC. Saturday on Fox TV, number 7-ranked TCU goes up against Texas Tech noon Eastern time. The MLS final will be tomorrow on Fox TV, Philadelphia at LAFC. And the World Series tomorrow night continues with Houston up three games to two, hosting Philadelphia on Fox TV, 8 p.m. Eastern time. There were only two games on the NHL schedule. One was in Finland today. Colorado got a 6-3 win over Columbus, which falls to 3-8. And And Carolina wins again, 8-2-1 record. Carolina beat Buffalo five to three and we do have gentlemen a high school football item oh geez you have heard of img academy correct of course yeah the prep boarding school it's like a sports high school uh a high school football powerhouse for the state of florida img academy was playing tonight in bradenton florida against a winless canadian high school team the halftime lead was img 96 to nothing against West Toronto Prep and then they just called off the second half.
5: I was going to say, did they at least get paid for showing up? I mean, I it's like college. One of those like college yeah. football where, yeah, hey, where we get you get paid to get beat up.
10: <laughs> West Toronto Prep is 0-6. Even before tonight, they had been outscored 195-6. to 6 Why? On the Why season. schedule that? Exactly, Why? IMG. How is this even making it on your schedule? I looked Why? it up. IMG Academy, after they lost a close game in their season opener to Miami Central. They've won every game since... Usually in blowout fashion. In fact, the last few weeks IMGs won 45 nothing, then 55 nothing, then 58 nothing, and tonight 96 to nothing. In half a game, and their last regular season games in a couple weeks when they travel to a Baltimore school. Yes, IMG usually plays come to come out, out of out state the
5: Cali and play some real teams. Well, oh, you know, wow. since since they cut off the second half, they don't pay out the bets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that syracuse game a few weeks ago where they changed the, how many minutes were in this the third and fourth uh, quarter they went from 15 to 10 that negates all bets
10: <laughs> that's right it's not a 60 minute or a 58 yep. or whatever the whatever the <laughs> number has to be you are correct back to you
5: thanks steve mm-hmm. steve desegger on the updates tonight the great don brown on our technical production wheels of steel got to steal that from plank it's one of my favorite lines and, and of course we got our Guy, Ricky Herrera, our executive producer. The guys in the back editing and finding us the sound. We appreciate our team so much. Jason Smith show with me, Mike Harmon uh, and Jason off tonight. Uh, blessed to have Arnie Spanier uh, be part of our, our friends that love to sit in and chop it up here on a Friday night and give us the, well, the, the world in, in his view. In the multiverse. Any first responder will tell you, never try to beat a train. After breaking, you take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop. Because trains can't. You can always get the podcast for any of the shows on Fox Sports Radio, wherever you download your audio. Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, foxsportsradio.com. It's all there for you. My podcast, I Watch your Flex Fantasy uh, Talk with Dan Beyer and I. Uh, that is up twice a week. That gets published. A lot of ranting, raving, uh, because we care about your fantasy team, even if your family doesn't at Stinkin' Genius 1, where you find Arnie on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, normally you get a vote of confidence, and as a coach, you get a little bit nervous. What happens when it comes from the league office and you're an employee? We'll talk about that next on Fox.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
5: Greetings and welcome back in Fox Sports Radio Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon Arnie Spanier is in for Jason Smith tonight we still have another hour plus for you as some would call it a bonus hour for me it's just the final hour of my show the bonus hour well it's a bonus hour for everybody in America for me it's the fourth hour of my responsibilities and duties to provide entertainment information and the greatest sports talk that you can find
6: Wow, listen to you sucking up. Go ahead.
5: The best there is. I steal from Bret Hart liberally. The (laughs) best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Hey, any first responder will tell you, never try to beat a train. After breaking, it can take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. Here from the tire Act.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, and Arnie, it's a smorgasbord. We got the Lakers in the final quarter of their game against Utah. I got Oregon State and Washington middle of the third quarter, and I'm watching the final moments of the third quarter of the Redondo Union High School game. Yeah, I found a streaming service that had it. That's a late game. That's how. Or, yeah, yeah no, they're still going. I'm, I'm resourceful. What can I say? Uh, towards the end of the third quarter, they've had some injuries, but they're up 17-15. You know, once upon a time, Northwestern won a very important game, 17-15. That was the victory over Notre Dame to start that storybook Rose Bowl season we talked about earlier. Wow. That's it. I bring it all back. It is a rich tapestry Like the flying carpet in the Aladdin reference I made last segment. (laughs) See what I do here? I do this for you, America. If you follow the dots, I'll tell you a story. Uh, And let me tell you this one. We talk about officiating in the national. Football league with great yeah. regularity calls made calls, not made the curiosities of things that are said and done by guys like Jerome Boger on a weekly basis. You do it Sunday night, you and plank for three hours leading into big Ben Maller, 8 PM to 11 PM Pacific here on Fox sports radio, Arnie uh, and Troy Vincent, sent a letter to all game officials on Friday. This comes out via Judy Batista of NFL Media. Quote, expectations are always high. Perfection is demanded from all quarters. Like with players and coaches, officiating is not always perfect, but you are the best in the world as you aim for perfection and achieve excellence. Blah, 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 blah. Overall, you do an excellent job. And it just keeps going down that road, and we always raise our hand, going, "When are the full time officials going to take over?" Yeah, they it's don't, like the do don't do The robot umpires in baseball. When are the full time b- officials? Yeah.
6: They're more like a B B plus. I I think they make so many mistakes. Thank goodness we have replay to go ahead and correct the mistakes that they make. Otherwise, we'd really be getting on them with all the replay we have. But I think they do. But it's so hard. It's such a hard job. Believe me. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, Absolutely. It's, the you, speed it's of the it's game. Hard to catch. Yeah, that's crazy to try to think you're going to get every call right
5: no and certainly I, I just find it funny at the midpoint of the season like state of the union addressed you guys are doing overall pretty good job yeah we've had some really egregious errors we've had some circumstances whereby in the rules that play out that you can't challenge it if you're a coach when it's an obvious miss because of time and where we're at in the game uh, and then other times uh, well we, we review every play and it becomes a four hour fifty eight you see marathon.
6: Did you see the official I forget what I think it was a college game where it was he was measuring a fourth down, um and it was short and he took the football and moved. Oh it no, up that high first, school it
5: was a high school, game. A yeah, high yeah, school yeah. game. What the hell was that about? Anybody ever found out what that story was about or what? Yeah, I, I saw that I never saw an explanation. I know that, yeah. that officiating crew the Jeez. I saw the end game was that they couldn't officiate in the playoffs going forward. But yes, uh, Arnie, speaking uh, of a clip that went viral of a sequence, and uh, I forget which site did uh, it, but they did a deep dive also of the the game itself and some of the other sequences and curiosities, phantom holding calls after that one to kind of do a makeup because wow. everybody on the officiating crew was mad uh, at the official that did this. So big play down towards the sideline, clearly going to be short of the first down. Marker literally picks up, the <laughs> has the guy pick up the the guy on the chain gang move it to where it's not taught and physically moves the ball to give a team a first down. That's amazing.
6: I'm surprised. Now the team that the cheating went it.
5: on for ended up still losing. Okay. So there But you it go. but it was ridiculous. Yes. You You What's ever do anything like that game? as an official
6: for your kids <laughs> games? <laughs> I would if it was my kids game, but that's it, you know?
5: Yeah, no, there's lots of questions to be answered. Oh, damn right. And and you've been in youth sports. My kid's been playing soccer. There's some times where you're raising an eyebrow going, all right, does your kid play for the club on another team or what? What is going on here? It's, It's madness, I tell you. That's Arnie Spanier. He's in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. Hey, the officials are overall doing a good job. Coming up next, we get into one of the big games of the season. Loser leaves town.